0: You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
1: Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama.
0: A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course.
1: And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean.
0: It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right. The OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online.
2: three five one zero three zero zero 0300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge.
0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Two Teas and a Pod, but today it is just one tea and we have a very special guest, Jessel Tank from... The Real Housewives of New York. Jessel is a fashion publicist who has worked for Condé Nast International, Stella McCartney, Celine, Victoria Beckham, Michael Kors, and Westfield. She currently runs a boutique agency called The Know that specializes in consulting to newly formed brands. She is also busy launching her own e-commerce platform that aims to make Southeast Asian fashion more accessible. She also has a big voice on New York. We have a lot of questions for her. So I am so excited to bring her in. Make sure that you follow her on Instagram and that you're watching The Real Housewives of New York because you don't want to miss anything that's going on there. Oh, hey, you look hot.
3: You know, I I like the hair. hair
0: length. I think the hair length, it's like fresh and youthful and sexy. I'm into it
3: you yeah I need it do you know when you watch yourself on camera on on tv and you're just like fuck I look like such a dump like I like my hair was long didn't have layers it was like just lackluster and I I literally just went to my hairstylist I was like do what you gotta do just chop it all off yeah that's how I
0: felt about my upper lip my first season I was like what am I doing here
3: (laughs) it's so crazy because you can't fix it because it's like camera, right? So like, even for me, I'm like, oh my God, like, no wonder why people get facial work done after watching themselves on like TV for four months straight. Like there's definite things you can improve. So And and it's easy. I'm like, okay,
0: there's this little thing called Botox. You get a lip flip and all of a sudden, not so much of my gum is showing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, the Bravo fans are going to notice every little thing and it is so insane and I don't think anyone has paid so much attention to me like since I I mean not even my husband to be fair so (laughs) kind of kind of crazy
0: (laughs) I know everyone notices every little detail Everything, yeah I have a lot of questions it's just me today because Tamara is filming the Real Housewives of Orange County
3: reunion today oh god bless her um do you watch Orange County I don't I don't I, but I, I, I love Tamara. We've been talking, we've been DMing. She's been amazing. Okay, good. Um, I know she loves you. We,
0: you know, we always say everybody's only as good as last week's episode. So we're like, some weeks we're
3: like, we're loving Jessel, and some weeks we're like, no, why? Why did it's she? Well, do- poster. I know it's about, well, but listen, I think, I think I had my, like, I had my down. Like, I started love. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I started um it was a rocky start for me but hopefully people are starting to see like I'm not that serious and funny like you know it's not that it's not that serious people it's
0: it's not that serious I agree so of course there's one question that every single fan wants to know the answer to but I'm gonna wait you're gonna have to listen to the majority of the podcast guys before I even ask it but I'll start out with I'll, I'll give you some softballs to start How's that?
3: All right, let's start easy. How about let's that? Let's start
0: easy. Um, how did you get asked to be on the Real Housewives of New York? And did you watch any past seasons prior to starting?
3: So, um, being British, it's not really a thing there, and I know that a lot of people are so. I mean they they are so in completely enamored with the show. Um, I wasn't like that, but I did watch Roni. Um, just because I lived in New York, and so for me, it was. Um, it felt like you know, you're, you're seeing the city, you're seeing the women living in the city. It felt like I, I could connect. Um, So I was a, an early Roni fan. Um, Bethany was my girl back then. Um, But I, I, I was a fan of Roni, but look at the end of the day, it's a show about six women living on the Upper East Side. Like it was a very, I guess, um, small microcosm into what the city actually has to offer. And so when Bravo were going to reboot, I was very interested off the bat because New York is a multicultural, multifaceted, diverse you know, it's a melting pot of, of people and for them to want to showcase different types of women from, from different walks of life was very exciting for me. Um, and they were looking for an organic group of friends, which, you know, we are. And
0: uh, there you have it. And leading on to the show, who were you closest with? Because I feel like we missed some stuff because when I interviewed Aaron, I hadn't been able to watch the show yet. So I didn't really have any backstory. It feels like we're starting like a, A couple weeks into filming like the first episode I'm like all right there's shit we've missed we know there's a girl that's no longer on so how long did you guys actually film before we're seeing what we actually are seeing
3: yeah it wasn't that long I think it it is exactly right it was about two weeks I would say two
0: weeks but who did you come on closest with
3: um Uber and I share a common best friend. He's actually someone that I've known. He's one of the very first people I met in New York. Um, his name's Justin. He's um, he's in the, the entertainment world um, and the film producing world, production world. So um, Uber and I have him in common. And so um, he's kind of the missing link between us. She's someone that I connected with off the bat. Just we have so much in common. Um, she's also just my favorite person to be around. Um, well, she and then, seems you know, so fun. She's the best. She's the person that you want to do everything with. Like she's so easygoing um, and positive, right? Like you want that, that type of energy around you. Um, but, you know, again, being in fashion, it's a very small industry. You sort of know each other. Um, Jenna and I knew of each other. Sai and I rubbed shoulders, of course, a million times. Bryn and I share her common best friends. So the, really the only person I didn't know that well was Erin. Um, okay. And Aaron was brought into the fold with, the girl that is no longer. So ah. it, it, um, it was, yeah, it, it, I think it was, you know, for, for, for us that we're already in the fashion industry and, and, and we're very much like, it was like one degree of separation, I would say.
0: That makes sense. And then there are rumors that you left Texas and moved to New York City specifically for the show. Is there any truth to that?
3: No, it's so funny. Um, I, I keep bringing this up, but when that rumor came out, I think the sun like did an article and it was like Donald Trump's like mugshot on one side and then my face on the other. I was like, <laughs> how is this a headline or news? Like, this is so crazy people. Um, Look, did I live in New York City my entire time that I moved? No. Um, My husband's from LA. We got married in 2014 and we moved back to LA because when you get married, you're like, shit, I have to buy a house. I have to like invest in like a future. And so we thought California was going to be that place for us. right? Um, when I had the twins, their twins were actually born in LA. When I had them, all I wanted was my mom. <laughs> it was like, yeah. I need my family. I need, I need support. I need a support system. And so we had very much been talking about coming back to New York just because it would be a, a really good middle ground for, from London and then from LA as well. Um, in the so how, But Hold
0: on, to really get it down to it, how long before yeah. filming were you back in New York?
3: Oh, I was talking to a realtor in January of last year, but um, we had actually moved to New York last summer. I had I was talking to producers, but nothing was solid. I mean, I think it was I was asked to be on the show late summer. I think it was like August time. Um, and, And I was already here. I mean, you can't just uproot your entire family find a place in new york get everything set up and start filming for a show right and also like it's just it, it's not realistic people i would love for that to like my magic wand and just like whip it up but it didn't work like that like we were in new york a good i would say three four months yeah so
0: and but you were living in new york prior to that too so you actually have yeah. had some roots in new york prior
3: Very much. I mean, my all my close friends are here. I met my husband here. I started my career here. Um, And, you know, it's it's also New York is a place where like you never really leave, you know, And, and being in the fashion world. Um, even though I was living in LA, I would come back to New York at least once a month, at least twice a month for for work purposes. So I like to call myself by coastal. Um, and you know, <laughs> we never really, we never really, truly leave. I mean, we we're here for almost a decade. Yeah. That.
0: And then you said um, that you did used to watch Roni a lot of fans are comparing you to Ramona saying you both say things you are unaware of how they come across. Who do you agree? And if not, who do you compare yourself most to? Uh,
3: that's uh, I mean, that was interesting to me. I've also been called the villain on the show, which is kind of crazy because I'm the sweet little Indian girl and now I'm being like villainized. Um, but I i do say what's on my mind. I think my delivery and my tone a lot of it comes from the fact that I am British. I have a very dry sense of humor.
0: I'm I've very- heard that one before. <laughs> Come
3: on. I- <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> it's true. And I, I got to tell you, um, when I first moved here, it, it was a struggle. I mean, I moved here in 2006. It was kind of a struggle. People, people don't really get my sense of humor off the bat, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I felt like, I was going back to that moment on the show where you sort of have to, people have to get to know you a little bit more to really get a grip of who you are and how you, how you act. And even with the way I talked to my husband, everyone's like, Oh my gosh, she's such a bitch to him. But like, we've been, I mean, we've been married for 10 years and we have a very real relationship. It's not like I sit on his lap and make out every five minutes. It's not real shit. You know? Yeah. That's Um, it's
0: not reality. And you actually are sharing it, which we'll get a little bit more into that in a second. But, um, What would you say the biggest surprise to you once you started filming or watching this back has been? Other than being the villain, which I've, I've, I've been the villain as well. I've also been like the sweetheart. Like every year is something different, so you have no idea. Like we all have eighty-two personalities. It's called, you know, being a mom and
3: (laughs) stress. Like wearing a number of hats. I know you're wearing so many hats. Um, what was the most surprising thing to me watching it back? I. I think it for me it was um, people are so quick to jump to a conclusion. I think it was like episode one had aired, and all of a sudden they had made up their minds on who you are, right? Right. Um, after watching like maybe it was like twenty minutes of me on, on on the on the show, um, and they had literally created this entire narrative for me. I'm getting a divorce. Um, I'm I'm rude to my mother. I, I have no manners. I mean, it was a whole thing um they almost created this, this like avatar of who jessel is um and that was just very i think I, I thought i had more faith in people i thought they would like give me the benefit of the doubt like not to just make such snap judgments off the bat you know
0: right you like to watch the new stuff right well go to hulu and see what's new because hulu has new stuff all the time But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long.
1: So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries
0: from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin Four days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the nourishing oat milk and vanilla body cream. I swear, the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Would you say that your tagline this season is is true to what you are. I think it's, I always bring the flavor. It's not my fault. You don't have any taste. What were some of your other options? And do you still stand by the tagline? I've had some of the worst, by the way.
3: Oh my God. Well, it's funny. I just spoke about this. Um, I wanted something that, I mean, first of all, it's, it's ho- how do you pick a sentence that basically describes like you, like it's so yeah. hard for that. Right. Um, and so I, um, I struggled and I actually was talking to a, a good friend of mine. He's a writer for Condé Nast Traveler and for Wall Street Journal. He's also a huge Real Housewife fan. And I was like, look, I don't want to use the word spice because that's so cliche. I'm Indian, like, duh. Um, (laughs) And so I want to, like, have something that's, you know, fun, that's a nod to fashion, that's a nod to my background and my culture, but not be so obvious. Um, And so we worked together and we ended up with that. And I think it's perfect because... Um, you know, I do bring the flavor. I'm very, I think I'm very animated and I bring a lot to the show. Um, and a lot of people don't have the taste because they can't get with the program. So. They can't, they can't figure it out. They can't not they figure just... it out. Yeah, exactly.
0: And you can't say Uba cause we already know she kind of gets along with everybody, but who would you say now, once you're like finished your first season that you're closest with other than Uba. And then is there anyone you're not? Currently talking to,
3: yeah. um I, I think I've always been very close to Jenna. um You know, <laughs> lingerie gate aside, um we have always just. She's someone that I, I really respect, first of all, and she's also someone that I would like gut check things with. Like if if I, I think something, you know, if I'm about to make a big move or I'm uh, about to do something or say something, I'll call Jenna and she'll give me the advice, and it's perfect i would say like 100 of the time but do you feel like it's,
0: she's trying to produce you to say what she wants you to say so she doesn't have um, to do the dirty
3: work <laughs> good point no i don't think <laughs> i think jenna, i think jenna outside the show is jenna like she really truly is herself um and she gives really good advice and she has a very good radar on on things and people and so she's someone that i i really do um confide in um i think the other person is Sai, and that's Someone that, you know, it took me a while to warm up to Sai. I think she she has a very hard exterior, um, but I respect her a lot. And we share, you know, our love for fashion. And she's a mother. She also has a son called Rio. Um, So we have a lot in common in that respect. And then anyone you're not talking to? There's no one that I'm not talking to. I mean, there's definitely people that, you know, I'm not as close to. Um, Like who? I mean do you know what though I I would have said Erin but that's not true I think that Erin and I we had some growing pains um but I think that we're we're good like I'm good with everyone I really am Switzerland I'm useful. were you just
0: speaking with her with Tribeca
3: <laughs> so okay uh, <laughs> no but I know it came across that way I was I, I know exactly what Tribeca is I was walking to that coffee and in that moment, I noticed like three or four new restaurants that I'd never seen before. I was like, oh, this is crazy. There's so many new things popping up. And in my head, up and coming wasn't the right term, first of all. But in my head, it was like, oh, there's so many new places. Tribeca in itself is not somewhere that you go to socialize. Like, I think you have a nice dinner there. There's some great restaurants. Um, is it the place where you go like, and you make plans and you go with your girlfriends to have like a, a crazy night? No, it's very But it's a
0: place you live and it's be- they have beautiful yeah of apartments and condos and you know so yes okay so that was your point it wasn't it's not like the hot fun place to go it's established yes hundred all right yeah that that makes sense
3: (laughs) um
0: well I don't know where the rainbow room premiere party was but I did hear (laughs) that you may have thrown up
3: were you sick were you wasted what's the deal I wish I was wasted I swear to god this was Can you imagine? Like, that was my foray. That was the premiere. That was like the kickoff to the season. And I had just flown in from Greece the day before. Um, I flew in. I flew back. I left my family in Greece and I flew back for the premiere. And um, I was feeling fine all day. I was halfway down the, the red carpet and I started to feel like dizzy and nauseous. So I I took a, you know, I took a seat, had some water, hadn't drank, not even a drip of anything at this point. Um, And all of a sudden it was just downhill from there. And I, I was, I was about to go home and um, NBC's team was like, listen, I'm just going to announce you guys. Can you, do you feel like you'll, you'll be able to take a picture? Do you think you'll be able to do it? And I was so, I just felt, you know, that feeling where you're just, you just want to throw up. Like it was that wave of nausea just kept it was like coming like this um so I said yes I did the picture I had security escort me they were literally like I was like I gotta go they were escorting me out so it looked like okay this girl's like unruly she's taken something she's drunk I get it I took one step out of, outside of the room and I just yeah I had I, I just couldn't hold it in it was so bad
0: it could be worse. You could have been, like, the di- d- diarrhea person on the plane from, like, going Delta, to Barcelona. <laughs> what the hell was that? Delta. Forget that-, that was kind of crazy. But also, I did, like, I heard the audio now, and they're like, then they sprayed vanilla, blah, blah, blah. And they want. then they landed and had to rip out the carpets. I'm frightened for the day they release who this poor person is that, like, couldn't no. keep it together. Like, I- my heart is broken for that person because, you know what? When you gotta go, like I don't know what I would do. Like you try to hold
3: your butt, like what are you gonna do? <laughs> butt plug. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, but can you imagine? Like, okay, that poor person is 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 on a plane. I mean, yeah, that that was not ideal, but. My, there was so there was like half of New York press was at that <laughs> premiere. So then I I come home. My husband tells me he's still in Greece. He tells me, "Hey, listen, I didn't want to worry you, but the kids are sick. I'm sick. Your mom is sick. Like everyone was had. It was like a bug." um I was like you a-hole like why (laughs) wouldn't you tell me I went to the premiere and I threw up and he was like dude I'm so sorry it was he's like we have been too it's a mess over here yeah exactly and then the sun of course like the sun is just not my friend right now um it was like page six of the sun um they announced it and it was just but you know what was funny about that and I I talked about this a lot I thought it was gonna be my demise I was like this is this This I'm ruined." The comment <laughs> to the contrary were like iconic. Roni is back. Like it was <laughs> I loved. it. I was like, what is happening? Is so they, people love
0: to watch other people's pain. Hot mess. Yeah. Hot mess. Ma- like, a hot mess, like a train wreck, any kind yeah. of situation. Anytime you think it's going to be bad, it's going to be your best thing. Um, yeah. But th- something that I, I've also seen a lot about online is um, you and your cast have been very open about struggles and childhoods. And you specifically spoke about being an immigrant who had to work your way up in the U S but then all these people online accused you of attending an elite private school in London. Is this true?
3: No. And you know, what's funny about that is that episode aired and somehow miraculously the next day, Someone made a fake website and basically connected me to the school that I've never heard of. It's St Paul's in Hammersmith, which is a very elite school. Um I think the fees are like forty thousand a year, which by the way is like my entire family's like household income at the time. Um, so I, and someone posted it on Twitter, it was a writer and, and I messaged him and I said, like, this is not true. And I was like, I have pictures of where I went to school. I went to public school. Like, I'm not going to make that shit up um, because it's every, I mean, the internet is a wealth of information. And I think being on a reality TV show, you cannot say something if it's a complete opposite of what you're saying. People are going to find out. Um, yeah, no,
0: and- there's no escaping it.
3: There's no escaping it. And I was mortified because I was like, shit, well, I, I just said this. And now this is like, it's, it's so, it's so far from the truth. And um, then you feel like if you double
0: down and you comment on it, then people are going to be like, now she's defensive. Like- now she's
3: defensive. And now she's, you know, she's, she's lying. And she, she, she did grow up, you know, in, in a certain way. And um, yeah, I didn't. I mean, listen, at the I wish I had the means to go to a, an amazing elite private school. Like, but I didn't. My parents came from Africa to England. They, they started from scratch. We didn't have the means to do that. And, um, I would, that's not something I would lie about because that's effed up.
0: Yeah. That would, we, we would be, if you were lying about it, we'd be having a totally different conversation right now, but instead I'm going to talk to you about something that, when you were speaking about your IVF stuff, it really hit home to me. And I've shared this on the pod before, because I also had the same, you know, type of type of issues. I had multiple miscarriages, went through IVF, and I know how trying it can be. And I can't even imagine like having to keep that from my family. Even on my last round of IVF, I remember my dad and my husband looking at me and saying, this, you cannot do this again. If this, if it doesn't take, you're done.
3: Yeah. How many so, rounds do you have? Do you mind me asking?
0: Uh, honestly, like I, it sounds crazy, but I almost like blacked it out, but there yeah. was like six or seven rounds. Yeah. I think, um, I had a couple of miscarriages, a couple that didn't take at all. And then my last round of IVF, I just didn't, you know, how like after a couple of days they have you come in and check your numbers. Yeah. It was like, it's Christmas. I'm not going to go check my numbers. Like put put him in, and then I'm gonna yeah. go enjoy the holidays. I'm gonna assume I'm not pregnant, and then I'm just gonna live my life and not be a stress case and just see what happens. And I came home and checked my numbers two weeks after I was supposed to, and they were like, "He's thriving," and I was like,
3: "Thank you, God!" Uh, like, oh my God, So I mean, it is
0: a lot. Um. So I know going through that. So it's it's kind of a tie-in question for me because I I know you shared already on the show, but when i was going through that i was really struggling struggling sexually with my husband and also post having my son because i had so much fear and so did he around having sex while i was pregnant because i was scared of having a miscarriage correct like really scared. And then I put that on him leading up to even before the IVF process, how formulaic you have to make sex to try to get pregnant on the day of being ovulated, like all of that. So I just want you to know, like, this is a common thing that women go through. And it's not just about like people, I see people online, well, maybe if she was more confident or this, no, like it's a trauma.
3: Yeah. No. And thank Um, you for saying that because i wanted to share the reality behind ivf behind infertility behind postpartum struggles like it's real stuff that people really we have to A, normalize the conversation and be like god oh, you have to be more sensitive to that stuff like you can't just assume my husband's cheating on me or things are going south in our relationship because of things that we went through and it was I don't know how long your process was. Mind end to end was four years. That's a long yeah. time to be going through something. It was a big part of my life, um, and it really you change who you are as a person, right? Like,
0: yeah,
3: I wasn't the girl that was going out and having fun. I was eating f- vegetables all day, like because I thought that would help me get pregnant. <laughs> like, and, yeah. and sleeping at eight p.m. and drinking tons of water and I cut out alcohol. Like, I became a completely different person. Um, and it was, and then did you have any
0: postpartum? Like I had postpartum anxiety and like, where I just became obsessive about everything and trying to control every part of our life, even after my son was born. And then that added a whole nother level of stress. I mean, it, it took over a year for us to get back
3: on track. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. And it's exactly what, what happened at us and you know the twins were I too right um so they were born premature they were in um in the in intensive care i slept on the floor in their nursery from like the day we brought them home to like 6 months in because you know there's there's like all this just stuff that you're worried about as a new mom um and i don't care i don't care what people think because at the end of the day I'm better for it. My husband was patient. He was so supportive. And, you know, we have an amazing thriving family. But I did bring it up. And I know people are like, oh, shock, horror. Like, you know, she's talking about this stuff on national TV. It's real stuff that we have to talk about as women. Right? And and normalize it and be able to say,
0: like, I'm like getting emotional hearing you when you said NICU because my son was in the NICU too. But um, when you're trying to find yourself post having a child, the last thing you're thinking about is like being this sexual icon to your significant other. like. you know, things that you maybe were willing to do before you're just not. And then I remember going through a stage. So if, if if you guys are listening and this has ever happened to you, I remember going through a stage where I was like everything he did pissed me off because he yeah. wasn't able to fix my concerns or my worries or whatever it was or anything he said about my clothes or my body or any like I just wasn't in a place to hear it. And I think you have to have those hard conversations. And now we've set up, like people joke, but I'm like, we've set up a sex schedule.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) Can I get on that? Like, what is this? Share it with me.
0: You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time.
1: Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump.
0: Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan.
1: And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise.
0: The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long.
1: So, come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want zero dollar delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from
0: across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for DashPass today, only on DoorDash, and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member subject to change. Terms apply. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. It takes so much time out of your day, and you may cut yourself by accident. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Not only do I love my Nair, my daughter Slate does as well. My mom used to let me Nair when I was her age, but it was not the best smell back then. But now, Nair smells so dang good. Nair will save so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new Sensational Shower Creams and Body Creams. Like I said, they all smell amazing. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. I also recommend the Nourishing Oat Milk and Vanilla Body Cream. I swear the scent lasts on your body for hours. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Okay, so the sex schedule is like we know our prime times when to have sex are. So like I don't are your kids in preschool yet? It's starting next week. Yes. Okay. So well, first off, have you guys ha- have you have you gotten in yet? Have we gotten into preschool? Have, no. Have you gotten it in? Oh,
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, two, I'm two years down the line now. So it was, it, you know, it's crazy because also I think it was Erin that was like, she hasn't had sex for two years. It was really only a year because, I mean, I, well, yeah, it was, it was about a year postpartum that I was kind of in this, like, funk. But yeah. Watch the show, guys. We don't do it on TV, but like you know, Uh, it's not going to be a bathtub scene. I really hope because I love
0: when housewives do bathtub scenes.
3: No,
0: no, there is no bathtub.
3: That's a little too expedited. But um, we we we, being on the show and talking about this stuff actually lit like uh uh, you know a fire under my ass because I was like, hey, like we got to get. We've got to get ourselves back on track. And it's very easy to to, to get comfortable and to like, you know, ride the wave of, of reading a book in bed and then falling asleep. I mean, it's very easy. It's very comfortable. But I yeah. needed this to happen, you know? You, and plus, like, even as you're watching it
0: back, you're like, oh, these are things I could do differently. I remember seeing that, too. But essentially, the sex schedule is we know once the kids go to school and before we, like, start work, like, after we've done our workout is, like, our best time. So we have, like, we don't actually have it in the calendar, but, like, the morning of to kind of get the other person in the mood, we write what like we say wiki because we when we we were so broke when we first started dating the bed would always go wiki 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 so we say wiki like at 9 30 and so then it's like this like running joke as we're trying to get the kids ready for school or head out to work or whatever it may be and that we know we're gonna meet and then it's we kind of hold ourselves accountable to doing it and then it just becomes easy and it's like effortless and it's like okay we know we're doing this and then once you do it you always like it but it's getting to do it
3: Right. The hardest it's part. the actual act of like doing it. Cause by the end of the day, I mean, you're so tired. You're like, God damn, like this is a lot. I don't want to do bedroom acrobatics, you know, right now. Yeah, wanna, and, like...
0: yeah. And also like the hardest part, which guys, listen, it's talking to your significant other about what you like now. Cause that changes yeah. also after you have kids. Like there are certain yeah. things that I maybe liked before that I didn't like you know, that I don't particularly love now or vice versa. Like it's just opening the dialogue. So I appreciate you talking about it, but do you think that how's Pavet felt about watching the show back? Because you guys do have that like bickering, you know, you, I feel like he's, he's got the same sense of dry sense of humor that you do, which is why you guys get each other. But I don't know that necessarily people see it, even the Vietnam and going for the sandwich and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> So
3: it's he's listen he's, he's he's amazing. I I true like when we um when we signed up to be on the show, I told him you are going to be the breakout star. Like he's so likable, he's so funny. People love his humor. Um, and by the way, he's been ranking. There's something called the Real Housewives Power Ranking that um <laughs> a, a good friend Ira does. He's been in the top three for the past three weeks. I'm like, you're not even on the cast, and that's how. That's how much like I I knew people were going to love him. He's really funny. He's the best partner in all of this. Um, He truly is. And he knew how important it was for me to share, you know, all the struggles we go through as women. Um, And he took a a back seat and he kind of let me air out all of our personal stuff on national TV, but was so amazing about it.
0: Well, that's great. And then where are you with thinking if you want to go through the journey again?
3: You know, it, it, I mean, you know, more than anything, I, it's not easy. I can't get <sighs> pregnant now. So I have to go through the whole like shit again, you know, it's, it's going to be tough. I really want to do it. I don't know if he's mentally there yet. And I have to respect that. Like, I'm never going to push it on on him. Um, I think he's, tra- he's completely traumatized. Our twins are crazy. And so I think <laughs> add like, another person into the mix, it's going to be, it might push him over the edge. But it's TBD. We haven't said yes or we haven't said no yet. But it's a conversation
0: it's a conversation. It's an open conversation, which then you could, you could also, you never know, be like me. I really thought I could never get pregnant. Naturally. I went through all this IVF, all this, whatever. And then at age 39, randomly got pregnant. Um, Didn't know I was pregnant till 15 weeks. Like, yes. Had no idea. Everybody on the cast of Beverly Hills thought I had mold poisoning. Cause I kept saying like, I'm a vertigo. I feel sick. And I know. Oh, what the, the heck? Anyway, so I was like, "There's no way I'm pregnant." Oh
3: so you God. never.
0: But like, either way, the I, I do like how much that you share, and um, what? But did you get your way on the sixty thousand dollar Montessori school?
3: I didn't. No, <laughs> um, I I lost that. I mean, he's always gonna win when it comes to like making sense. You know. Um, but what's funny about that it is I, I, another <laughs> another, pe- another thing that people like probably don't get about me is um, when I'm making an argument, I go into the the brain of puppets. So when I brought up Tom Cruise, his favorite movie is Top Gun. And I was like, oh, if I say Tom I Cruise. Was in- yeah, I was wondering why he brought up Top Gun. like, in- he doesn't <laughs> even see his daughter anymore. I know. But I knew if I brought up the fact that his favorite I mean, I, his Tom Cruise is not his favorite actor, but that's his favorite movie. So right. I was like, oh, maybe if I make the connection, he'll be like a little bit more like open to it. And no, I, I still lost it. I mean, he's very practical. I still lost it. but it's a, <laughs> You
0: gave it a good shot. shot. So we have some rapid fire fan oh. questions to ask oh. you. Um, okay. Who has the most to answer to for at the reunion?
3: Um, I think it's going to have to be Aaron. Aaron. See, I think Aaron's like a shitster, but
0: like I I kind of appreciate it. Like she keeps the story moving. She repeats shit multiple times. Like I feel like you kind of need <laughs> that. <if> you... why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Uh who from the cast has the best fashion?
3: Um, I think it's a toss-up between um Sai and Uba. I think they have a very, very cool individual style. Um, and, and I know the, the the fan favorite is Jenna, but Jenna just wears denim all the time. Like anyone can do that. She looks amazing. and yeah. She's always rocking. But I think in terms of like actually tapping into like trends and stuff, it's going to be over in, inside.
0: Okay. So then now I hate to ask it, but the worst fashion.
3: So I don't think anyone has the worst fashion. I think that we all have our own individual styles. Some styles resonate more than others to me. So I think that, like someone like a, a Jenna and Erin, like you know they they are very very like girl next door in how they dress. I so you're will, saying they're basic. Oh, you said they were basic. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I. I'm basic. For, I can I, say it. I think that I think that they do what with what they dress, how they feel comfortable. I will wear sequins that poke me in the ass, and I don't care because I just want to look more as more. So,
0: um, who is telling the truth
3: in Cheesegate? oh I, I gotta tell you i don't know it was such a cluster of like different viewpoints and so many conversations happened and i wasn't part of everything um but i think it's gonna it's gonna be aired out at the reunion so stay ah, tuned
0: all right fine who would you let decorate your home jenna or Aaron?
3: jenna i like marble that's why
0: okay <laughs> um who would you let style you jenna or Sai?
3: oh i would say Sai.
0: who has the best
3: sense of humor
0: and who has the worst
3: Uba has the best sense of humor um oh, so i the best um actually bren too it's, it's like oh bren is room.
0: good in her confessionals
3: it is so good um, it's a toss up between Uber and Bryn. I think they're different types of humor. Um, U- Uber is very witty, but Bryn just ha- her delivery is like on point. Like she is, she is like Chris rock funny. She's so funny.
0: But would you um, be annoyed if Bryn said to Pavit what she said to, uh, Aaron's husband at the renewal vows or whatever it was.
3: Probably said much worse to Pavit. to be fair. Like I, I no. I mean, I, what I'm saying is Bryn, there is, there is literally not one bone in her body that is intentionally trying to get your man. Like, she's just funny. She she's
0: trying of- to be funny. She's just, okay. Yeah. Worse she sense of humor her- then.
3: Um, I think Erin needs to work on her delivery. <laughs> 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 a, de- a comedic how- timing, I'll say. <laughs> how, d- how
0: did I know? Um, for season two, which cast member do you feel will come back pandering to fan reaction? Like, you know how some people will read what is said about them on Twitter and then they come back that new person?
3: Yeah. Do you think anyone um, will be like that? Yeah, 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 I get it. Um, Man, I don't know. Um, I I don't think anyone really, because we are so, like, I don't care what people, I don't think anyone cares what people think of them on this cast. I really don't.
0: I do, I do love that we see you guys actually natural. You're not all glammed out 24-7 when you're at home with your kids. You're actually at home with your kids. Kids are doing regular things, throwing fits, yeah. peeing their pants, like whatever it may be. Right. The reality is,
3: we don't have time. And I think that was one of the, the, the one of the things that we said as a group It's like, we're not going to sit in broad daylight with a full face of makeup um, and hair done, nails done, everything like it just we don't have the time to do that. We don't have two hours in our day there to, to look that way. So is brand always wearing real fur. I don't know is if it's, it's real, but she does
1: love it. And she a,
0: has a fur uh, on. I feel like it's 100 degrees and she has a fur on. I'm like, what is
3: happening? <gasps> it's so funny. The The best line was when Uba was like, "Bren looks like she's from the Mississippi River. <laughs> like down. <laughs> she's like down in the Mississippi. Or, she looks like a pimp, like down in the Mississippi or something to that effect. But it was hilarious. It was
0: so funny. Um, And does Uba ever get into it with anybody this season? Because she um, seems just like so cool and chill.
3: Yeah, but have- I want
0: to know, is there ever a moment?
3: Yes, there is. <gasps> yes, there is.
0: You haven't seen the trailer? I, I mean, I have seen the trailer, but I feel like it's, I, they always trick you. I feel like the trailer leads you to believe things are going down. And then it's like somebody got a phone call from their yes. mom and they're upset. And like, I, I mean, I just watched Salt Lake City, this whole flash forward and where I was thinking in my head, it was about Jen Shah, but really it's about something else that happens later. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Read no, that like, wrong. So I can't trust it.
3: You got catfished. Um, no, um, in our case, the trailer and what you see on the trailer is real life. Yeah, it's it happens, and it's that it's that dramatic. So,
0: I, I'm excited to keep watching. How many episodes do we have left?
3: So we're episode nine. I'm not sure, but I think it's a, at least another five or six. I mean, I, I don't know if the reunion counts in those, but
0: yeah. Do you we're, think we're you like have two a, or th- do you think you have two or three reunions?
3: Oh, that's a good question. I'm gonna go with two, but let's watch this space because.
0: You I want know. three because that's
3: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you I want, want, three. I want three. I know. <laughs> I like I told you, I'm hiding behind Andy, so whatever <laughs> that means. But oh
0: I'm my so gosh. Sorry. Well,
3: yeah. we we appreciate
0: you coming on so much. We're loving watching you. Thank you for keeping us entertained. And you guys, is there any products or anything other than the jen alliance collabs that you guys are all going to put on your instagrams is there anything that you want to promote or talk about
3: eyelashes today actually um no i mean look i'm I'm launching um my my e-commerce platform is bringing um indian designers to the us and the uk which i'm really excited about i'm all about the fashions and um this is really my baby that i've been building for um for a while now so yeah i'm excited about that and um I haven't got into the the whole branding world yet, but I I wanted, yeah, let's, let's talk. I mean, yeah,
0: that that's the next thing. And just do it authentically, whatever it is that you believe in, as long as it it comes off natural, then people want, you know, they, they want to relate to you. And so uh, I appreciate all that you've done and being so open and authentic with us. And
3: it was, I hope you get messy
0: later again too.
3: Oh, it's going to happen. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. don't worry. I won't let you guys down.
0: Either. All right. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Bye. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right?